Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello everyone and welcome to the show today. It is a little bit of a rainy morning here where I am, but it is nice enough to sit outside. So hoping that the new updated software is going to cut out a lot of the maybe automobile noise. Automobile? Why would I use that word? That's weird. Car noise. I guess they are automobiles, but I don't know where that word came from uh, in the background. But maybe you can hear the birds chirping, which is kind of nice out here this morning. Today, we are going to explore the concept of hunger and how it can sometimes be really challenging to identify its true nature, as well as some of the factors that can influence our perception um, of hunger, our sensations of hunger. I did a show like this a little while back, but I wanted to revisit it in depth a little bit more, um, just simply because I, I, a lot of my clients have, we, we work on this a lot. What is true physical hunger versus what is emotional hunger? So I wanted to move a little bit more deeply, um, as I'm sure I just always know if my clients are dealing with something, most of you listeners out there are probably dealing with it as well. So we'll delve into this fascinating topic of hunger and the complexities that come with understanding our body's signals. Uh, right after this little intro, you're going to hear um, some of the sponsorships of the show. And I know that's annoying. <laughs> it annoys me too when I listen to podcasts and they're in there. But I just, it's important for me to be able to keep the, it is the way that I keep this show going along with some of you who have become patrons of the show. Um, where you can sort of sponsor the show with like 99 cents a month, up to $5 a month. Uh, and if you're willing to do that, if you didn't know you could and you want to, you can click the link at the bottom of the description of the show and it will take you to where you can do that. To those of you who do do that, thank you so much. So because of you, because of the sponsors, um, the ads that I run, that is how I keep the show going. So sorry if you're annoyed. One thing though, the first one you're going to hear is I do have, I was given 25 more boxes of um, ProGo protein bars, which I love, all whole real food ingredients. And so um, if you want a free box, you pay shipping. Uh, you can click the link, another link at the bottom of the description of the show. And through that link, you will be able to get a sample box for free. Um, I've got 25 more of them. So the first 25 of you who do that are going to get a free box. Okay, let's move on. Often when I ask people about how they're feeling before they start their binge eating, before they overate, they will often mention that they feel hungry. And, you know, this is really genuine in some cases. There are instances where we might be 
um, mistakenly sort of identifying our body's needs, leading to overeating, and turning a regular hunger sensation into a full-blown binge or full-blown overeating. And one major issue is that many of us have lost touch with with true hunger, like what actual true hunger feels like. Um, in our fast-paced world, we're bombarded with constant distractions and demands. We're at this really fast pace. It's easy to really become disconnected from our body's natural signals. And we become unsure about what hunger really is. And sometimes we confuse other sensations in our bodies for hunger. I really relate to this struggle um, after you know lots of yo-yo dieting, lots of restriction, and then binging. Uh, definitely I had a time period where I had really no idea what my body's hunger cues were anymore because I was either starving myself or I was so full from a binge, really I lost touch with those hunger cues. And trusting my body to communicate its needs became very, very challenging um, after all these years of not actually listening to it, of not respecting it. And I just became too focused on what I wanted to do and ignored my body's voice, which led to that loss of sensitivity to hunger signals. And then to add to the confusion, there might be several reasons why you might be ex- might have difficulty experiencing that ability to identify true hunger. So the first one, thirst versus hunger, it's really not uncommon to mistake thirst for hunger. There have been times when you might feel hungry, but after drinking a glass of water, the feeling subsides. So staying hydrated really is essential regardless of whether you're questioning your hunger or not. So remember to hydrate yourself and just understand that sometimes those hunger signals, they're going to be the same as um, the thirst signals. So if you drink a glass of water first and those hunger sensation goes away, you're kind of going to know what's going on. Um, An imbalanced hunger signal, our body's hunger signal is really influenced by a hormone called ghrelin. When our hormones are unbalanced um, or not working right, our hunger can be affected, leading to more frequent feelings of hunger. So um, we know that consuming processed food, Um, artificial food, sugary and flour-based foods can really disrupt these hormones. Um, And this causes false hunger sensations. So really reducing or avoiding processed foods in general really helps to restore the natural hunger response. And then we have confusing sensations. Sometimes we mistake other other sensations like feeling full, bloated, or uncomfortable for still being hungry. And this confusion can lead us to eat even more than necessary, looking kind of for an excuse, at least this was me, (laughs) to continue eating even when our bodies have received enough nourishment. And so overcoming these challenges really requires being attuned to our bodies and relearning, which is a practice, it's a skill of what true hunger, true physical hunger feels like. And one helpful tool is the hunger scale. I often prescribe this with with my clients. I teach them this um, and have them practice it throughout the week. And this rates sensations in our bodies from uh, a one to a 10. And there's different, like a one means something, a two means something, a four means something, a 10 means something. And then uh, by actively using the scale, practicing it throughout the day and during meals, 
people can gauge their hunger levels more accurately. It really helps to give them a name and a number to the sensation, which helps them learn, helps them build the skill of knowing uh, when they are truly physically hungry. And it, it is a process of trial and error, paying attention to our bodies and finding our own unique hunger signals. Not everybody's going to ha- have the same hunger signals. And in situations where our hunger signals are disrupted due to in- hormonal imbalances from certain foods, um, there are two potential solutions for that. First, we can avoid or reduce the consumption of those disruptive foods, mostly processed foods, to prevent hormonal imbalances in the first place. But we can also choose to eat these foods and experience, if we choose to eat these foods and experience false hunger, we can allow ourselves to feel the sensation without giving in to the impulse to eat. So this is a lot about taking responsibility for our choices, our decisions, and understanding the consequences of those choices and decisions. So understanding that distinction between physical hunger and emotional hunger, you know, emotional hunger is when we crave food for reasons other than nourishing our bodies. Often as a response to emotional triggers or stress, we might find ourselves desiring specific comfort foods such as sweets or pizza as a means of coping with our emotions. And recognizing emotional hunger allows us to really address our emotional needs in healthier ways, making different choices to address those emotional needs rather than, excuse me, using food as a temporary escape. And to really navigate this new journey of reestablishing our relationship with hunger, this new skill, it's about checking in with ourselves regularly, um, especially when we're uncertain. If, If we're unsure whether we're genuinely physically hungry or if we're emotionally hungry, it's really okay to wait it out for a bit and see how the sensation evolves. By, so by staying in tune with our bodies, considering when we last ate and how much, and being mindful of the type of food we desire, we can gradually become more skilled, more adept at distinguishing true physical hunger from emotional cravings. Okay, so how do we start to really, you know me, I like the practical stuff. So how do we start to really practice the skill of knowing physical hunger from emotional hunger? So here are some clues that you can start to look for. Where is the sensation at? So true physical hunger is often located in the stomach. More in the gut area is where you're going to feel sensations in the body. While emotional hunger is often a sensation in the throat or the chest or the head. So not always, but often. So true physical hunger is often when the stomach is rumbling or moving around. And that also is not always for everyone. But if the sensations are in the stomach area, that's often a sign of true physical hunger. Whereas if the sensations are in the chest, throat, or head, that can often be emotional hunger. And also, if you're unsure if you're physically or emotionally hungry, you can take a look and ask yourself if you had anything happen that produced a stress response or uncomfortable feelings for you. Often, when if we are feeling stress or an uncomfortable emotion, our brain will send up hunger or craving sensations by trying to get us to eat to soothe us. By the way, caveat here. This can also happen when you're feeling really good, when you're having fun, when you're happy, Um, often many of us, those are still emotions, by the way, many of us will often emotionally eat during that time too. 
Um, but back to when the brain sends up hunger or craving sensations to try to get us to eat, to soothe us, um, this will backfire because this practice of eating to soothe our emotions becomes a ha- habit. And this is what leads to the brain giving us really strong urges to eat anytime we are experiencing any feeling we don't like. So really paying attention to this. Ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Name the feeling. If it's an uncomfortable feeling, an idea would be to set a timer for 30 minutes and see if at 30 minutes you are still feeling hunger. On a practical level, as I mentioned above, if you think you're hungry but unsure if you're truly physically hungry, ask yourself, when did I eat last and what did I eat? If you ate a full meal an hour ago, you are probably not actually physically hungry. The sensations you're having are probably emotional hunger. If you ate a snack four hours ago, then you might conclude you are truly physically hungry. So paying attention, being mindful of what you eat and when you eat helps to start building the skill of knowing if it's true physical hunger or emotional hunger. Another idea that I often have my clients work on is to practice body scans daily. And you know, you can do a body scan by following along to one. I like to follow along. Um, I'm not always good at doing one on my own, myself, my mind wanders and stuff. So you can follow along to one on, there's lots of apps out there. I personally like the app Insight Timer for this. Um, you know, you can download the app and just type in body scan and it'll pop up tons of them that you can follow along to. So practicing a body scan daily while naming sensations in the body. So you would do this even if you're not trying to decide if you're physically or emotionally hungry. It's just a daily practice of practicing a body scan. It just helps you get skilled at knowing your body sensations and picking up on them quickly. And this transfers over to getting more skilled at knowing when you are physically hungry versus emotional hunger. And sometimes someone will tell me, but what if it's true physical hunger? And I set the timer for 30 minutes and then I'm even more hungry. And I just often answer by saying being hungry in our day and age and in this culture is not really that big of a deal. Okay. We, most of us, not everyone, but most of us can get to food very quickly. If we really do need it, we are not going to die from feeling a little extra hunger. Now, if you're diabetic or something like that, this is a different story, but I'm talking to those of you who are simply having difficulty figuring out if you're truly physically hungry or emotionally hungry. Set the timer for 30 minutes. It really will be okay. Um, One little, another little caveat I want to throw in here. This is not about never emotionally eating, okay? Emotional eating is part of being human. I still do it sometimes. Um, And actually, I believe, this is just my belief, you might not agree, but that it's important to emotionally eat at times. For example, a celebration of a loved one and there's a cake. You're probably not often physically hungry in this situation because you've already ate the meal, but enjoying a piece of cake once in a while because you are happy or celebrating, remember, those are emotions too, is part of belonging to a group. Our family or friends or whatever. There's nothing wrong with emotionally eating, but too much of it is the problem. If we have goals and we want to change things with our weight, we want to change things with our food relationship, you know, where we are using food to soothe or cope with emotions, that's where it's a problem. And so what's the point to learning the skill of knowing if it's true physical hunger or emotional hunger? Well, when we keep giving in to the urges to eat, when it's just emotional hunger, we create this habit of emotional eating. 
And we all know where that gets us. Nowhere close to food and body freedom or our goals. We also want to know when we are truly physically hungry so we can respect our bodies and nourish them. We want to teach our brains, our bodies, our nervous systems that we will follow through and feed you nourishment when you need it. So learning these cues and signals also keeps us from overly restricting as well as you know, we know the importance. Well, when we don't nourish our bodies with what it needs, that leads to overeating, binging for some of us, and then it creates that habit, that habit loop that keeps going through our lives. So learning to figure out our true physical hunger versus emotional hunger helps us to slow down, make better decisions, all of which lead to getting you to your goal of weight loss for life, food and body freedom, and the ability to move on to other things you want to pursue in this very short lifetime. All right, so I'm wishing you all a wonderful week of exploring your hunger and embracing the wisdom of your body. Remember, this is a skill that you can build through practice. Thank you for listening. And if you found something valuable, please pass the show along. Leave a rating um, at whatever platform you're listening to. That helps. Um, Or if you already haven't become a subscriber, uh, you can become a subscriber for, for free by hitting the subscribe button from whatever platform you're listening to. And that also helps me keep this show going. All right. Talk to you all soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. 